0: like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair. What got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand.
1: Welcome to episode 95 of the Business Breakthrough Podcast. We are privileged here today to have Debbie Dashinger here on the show. Debbie, welcome.
0: Thanks, Esty. It's so great to be with you and to meet your audience.
1: Well, my audience is lucky to get to meet you. So guys, Debbie is a media personality and media visibility expert who's been interviewed on over a thousand media outlets. Yes, that was all those zeros. She's a syndicated, award-winning radio and podcast host, Recently nominated for two People's Choice Podcast Awards, interview celebrities on the red carpet, a keynote speaker, certified coach, and the author of three international bestselling books. She coaches people on how to write page turner books, runs a company that guarantees your book becomes an international bestseller, and teaches the ultimate visibility formula how to be interviewed on radio and podcast shows in 60 days or less. We are totally going to pick her brain on that. Don't worry, we'll get there. Now, in her 12th year, Debbie hosts the syndicated Dare to Dream podcast and works with clients on their visibility strategy to the use PR to become known as a go to expert. She's a popular media guest and speaker, keynote to high level national events, radio and TV personality, seen in the news, documentary films, cover of magazines, and is a regular featured contributor to published magazines. Awards and accolades she has include being featured an intriguing creator. Broadcast Industry Lifetime Achievement Award inducted into the Who's Who Hall of Fame for Entertainment and a whole bunch more. Whoa. Okay, we're running out of breath here. Debbie, wow.
0: That's that's a that's a nice list. Oh thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But you know, like most creators, I gotta say, for me, like that's awesome. It's been an amazing life. And it's like, what's next? I'm always about the what's next. What am I inspired to do next or to be or to experience? And that's where I'm living right now.
1: I love that. It's that growth mindset of, of it's not about being dissatisfied. It's about, this is great, right? Like you just said, it's been a great journey. I'm
0: not dissatisfied. I'm satisfied and I'm ready for more. Always ready for more. I don't know anybody who's an entrepreneur who doesn't live there. And if you do, that's interesting. Um, the stasis stagnant, has never worked for me. I'm real creative and I really like people. and I really enjoy what I do. but you know, sometimes it's been there, done that. And, and what is the next thing flowing in? Uh, life for me has been like an enormous pivot, I have to say, and it has forced me to rise to the occasion because there's a part of me that wants a lot of safety and security. But that's not the life I have chosen. I was going to say I lead, but really it's the life I chose as an entrepreneur, as a creator, as a woman in business. So here I am, right? Yet again, pivoting at an auspicious time. I love it. So can you
1: tell us a little bit more about the journey into the media? Because I know for you know, most people, as I'm sure you know, it's a tough nut to crack. And it sounds like you super mastered it. Hmm. So how... Where did that happen? Was there a specific turning point? Was it just a lot of little things? Like, How did you get so deeply into the media so successfully?
0: Yeah, I'll tell you the story, but I want to start by just bullet pointing exactly what happened and what, what helped me to get here, besides luck, right? <laughs> was the fact that I said yes when I knew it was an opportunity. And I want to be clear, it was not yes to everything, but it was when something felt exciting to me to follow. And I had, of course, no idea the outcome, but I was maybe intuitively savvy enough to just say, okay, let's try it and see where this goes. And the other thing is uh, I honored dissatisfaction and dissatisfaction, you know, pain is a great motivator. So the inception of my story is that I was an actress and a singer. That's what I did my whole life professionally. And I got to a point in my life when I was actually receiving more from my auditions in the best way. I was in a movie. I had a big play that was going out across the United States with somebody very notable directing and opposite me. And it was a big year. It should have been a huge celebration, but something else was going on inside of me. Talk about dissatisfaction. And I could feel that this career I had been doing as an actress was no longer serving me. And I will tell you that the underbelly of that, Estee, is that I think it was a hard life, making money, booking jobs, nothing for three months, making money, booking jobs, nothing. And I got tired as a creator, it took its toll on me. And I I really think that's why the, the feeling of, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know what to do with this, but something about me doesn't want to show up for this anymore. And I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't say perfectionist, but I love what I do, and I really show up when I do it. And when something starts waning in that area, that's a concern to me. So it wasn't going away, much as I tried to pretend otherwise. Was it just
1: an internal feeling? It sounds like it was a, a very much of a technical roller coaster, you know, the uncertainty of it all, but it was just like, it was like an internal, like, like just like that inner voice screaming, no, like what was it that wasn't going away?
0: Yeah. What, what it was, was it was manifesting in ways that were scaring me. So for instance, the play that I mentioned, it was just a two person play, me and another man whose name you'd know, performing, singing, acting. And what that means is two things. You have to flesh out your character as an actor. It's part of your job. Know your intentions and your beats. I didn't care. Wasn't wanting to do it. And I had to get, they call it in the business, off book, which means you memorize all your songs and all your lines so that you can do a cold at rehearsals. And I was struggling to force myself to memorize lines. I had been acting since I was a tiny girl. And so this was a big heads up. Something that is so wrong that you don't want to invest the time professionally to do these things to be awesome at the job. So I, I knew like, this is not good. This is no bueno, right? <laughs> this is yeah. not how yeah. I want to show up. So that's what was going on. And the manifestation of not being professional. And, um, that was unacceptable to me. So I literally surrendered not knowing, and this is not like a, you know, something deep happened. I was so confused. I just went, wow, take it because Mm -hmm. I'm clueless. And if I'm not doing this, that has been my identity my whole life. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And I didn't have an idea for three years, but I took, this is where the thing about, Oh, this feels kind of exciting. So the first thing that happened was I had taken a jewelry class. I loved it. I started making jewelry and wearing it. And then people were coming up to me and saying, I would like one of those pieces. And from there, literally in a month, I started selling in stores. And um, you might think this is business savvy. It was total stupidity because (laughs) I just had this, I think I still have sort of this, um, idea of being so good at things that it's probably completely unrealistic. But I was going to Beverly Hills to some of the top department stores, like in six weeks of making jewelry and going, hey, take a look look at what I'm making. Don't you want to sell this in your stores? First store was like, no, you need to go back and hone your voice in jewelry, but we love it. Come back. Now, most people would probably go do that. Not me. I went to another store in Beverly Hills and they took my stuff. So I started selling. That's and awesome. I There, I was in Toastmasters. I started learning how to speak properly from stage. I did it for many years. I loved doing it. I was interested what is it like to be a speaker and so somebody started booking me all around los angeles and i was speaking about balance and life goals and from there i started singing in front of a big band and a jazz band and you know that was awesome of course and from the, and some of these overlap and some of them don't and from there i booked a cartoon a voiceover gig and i thought oh my gosh i've landed this is what I love because I do voices all the time. I'm getting paid handsomely. And I got an agent who was sending me out on very dry kind of narration car, car, uh, commercials, not my gig. I needed to have fun. Little two-year-olds inside of my body just wanted to have fun. It was like, no, send me out on cartoons. So I saw an ad for radio (laughs) in Burbank, California, and they needed somebody to do a show. And I thought, oh, I'll get my voice out there. So you see, I have no idea where I'm headed. This is a bit of pasta on the wall, but the pasta is fun at least. And I took the gig, I booked it, and that was the beginning of my life today, which is actually 13 years, 13 years I've been doing radio, writing books, being interviewed, going into podcast and now coaching people to do the same. Who would have thunk it? I love it. And it was just cause
1: like you were just kind of, I wouldn't say floating around cause the connotation of that is aimlessness. It wasn't aimless. It was uh, like what you say, the next right thing, you know, it's like what, what's in front of me today? What's the next right thing for me to do? Oh, okay. Jewelry. Oh, here's the radio ad. Um, and, uh, and that just, takes you until something just fits like that peg in the holes like poke 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 oh okay I stay here <laughs> like this, this one this whole fits. um I love that I love that and what and that became what is now Dare to Dream was that originally the show or did it metamorphosize throughout the years that you were doing it
0: yeah it was originally Dare to Dream because the owners after a couple of months of the station said we definitely want you to have your own talk show. What would it be? Go home, think about it. And I'm just telling you, it was a download. And this is where it all made sense and congealed. Oh my gosh, I've been speaking around LA about balance and life goals. And that's because I've learned how to create dreams and I'd love to teach people how to live this awesome, big, bold, free life. Oh, okay. All the stuff that I've done in front of stage and people, oh, I've been into self-development for a really long time. And wouldn't it be amazing if I could talk about that and have people on that deliver a masterclass level conversation, and I get to learn and my curious mind is fed. So it became that show, of course, it's, it's honed a lot over the years. I worked on it a lot. I became better as anything we do that we do for so long. And I've even switched stations. You know, I started at a physical station And I was also fortunate in the beginning-ish when podcasting came along about nine years ago and everybody's this weird animal and we don't think it'll last all the times they laughed in the face of technology. And actually, I'm so grateful that I said, oh, maybe I'll try a foot in that world too. Thank God, because I've been doing it so long, right? And who would have even thought that saying the words, I've been doing this nine years, 13 years is actually a long time to be in this business sustainably. Totally. Yeah, cuz podcasts most
1: people like we're in it now over 2 years, um but most people are in podcasts for, you know, weeks to months and then they're done. Like someone who crosses like, you know, the 30 mark on their shows, it's like, ooh, they're legit.
0: It's very <laughs> you know, true. we're here
1: at episode 95. Um and it's that that consistency. You know, and I, I I can't even listen to the early shows. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> stay there, stay there. I totally have So what is dare to dream about? It sounds like it's it's personal development, it's you know, fine it's like from your inner
0: self, getting to your best life. Like what is what is it? Yeah, think about people like Dr. Bruce Lipton, or uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith, or Lisa Nichols, or, you know, I can mention a lot of people who have been on my show, Stephen Kotler, the author of Stealing Fire and uh, Furry Prayer for All. I mean, I, I really have, brill- Whit- Whitley Strieber, one of our great American novelists, you know, it's, I need to, like, I need to be coached, if you will, in my show by people whose minds operate on a wholly different level where to me um, it may be a girl crush or a guy crush. And I'm just thinking, man, how did you get there? Like, what did you do to get there? And What's your journey been like? And what is it like to be you on a daily basis? And what are some of the secrets and tips that allow you to manifest what you do out into the world? And I just, I like the now story, the journey story, the wisdom that comes a little bit of like the humanity of who they are. And most of these people are very happy to pull back the curtain. So if you think along those lines, people who have created huge dreams and lives and they're living it out loud in front of a lot of people. I will say the background is visibility is huge. It's my wound, my original wound, it's the thing I had to work through to get where I am today and feel comfortable in my own skin. and it's what I teach entrepreneurs and business people, because if you have a message, a business, a product, a book, a being, you want to be out in front of people, but the hitch is, how do you be visible and successfully so? Messaging yourself, letting people know who you are with great ROI. So that's I amazing. love. That. Can I poke that
1: for a second? Yeah, please. Because, again, you're a visibility strategist. You said you've been an actress since you were a young girl. So you were definitely visible, right? You weren't one of these people that, like, nobody knew. And so when you say that's the core wound, what does that mean, right? Because it sounds like your life was set up that you've always been very visible.
0: It's a great question. And it is contrary because, on the one hand, The place where I felt the absolute most comfortable and was the most received was on stage, on camera. It truly was home for me. It was my safe spot. It was not so in regular life. I was awkward, terribly awkward, socially awkward. And part of that is, you know, the household I grew up in there wasn't a lot of oxygen left over for me. It was myself and my brother, and we were just in a situation without a father, with a mother doing the very best she could, but she, it was a complicated life for her. And so there was really not a, a place where I could just talk to somebody or have somebody look at me. On stage, I was told I was very special, but not in life, not in general. And um, it's amazing how long it took even for my face to become what it was. I mean, I looked incredibly different, but yeah, I was like not the popular kid in school, although I was in every production, right? And it was, it was this really weird juxtaposition of feeling at home on stage and feeling completely like I wanted to rip off this human suit in real life and just fly away. Because I, I had no connection to who I was, no acceptance of who I was, and I was constantly judging myself and showing up really awkward, which just compounded things. It took many years. You know, it took, um, I would say, well into, I'm trying to think like around turning points, but I started started the growth inner development journey around 16 years old, and it just kept going because I was finding relief there, and changes, and pieces of myself, like all these lost child pieces started to become incorporated. And as time went on, I started to realize, oh, okay, I'm put together the way I am for you know great reason. I embrace it. It's kind of fun to be me. And actually, the more I embrace me, the easier it is to find these two worlds being married. And the stage world and the me world became one. And being home meant exactly wherever I was. So the journey I took, I'm very grateful that I did the work. Right. That I was not willing to rest on the laurels of it sucks being me because that was somebody else's issue that I decided had to do with me and it was never personal. It really was never personal. Just, you know, everybody was functioning the best they could. And I was sensitive and I wasn't receiving what I needed as a child. And I took a lot of it on as there must be something wrong with me. Truthfully, there was never anything wrong with me. I was a perfect, beautiful child, you know? So it, it was a journey. But once I got there, I realized oh, being visible is so important in everyday life and in business. And what can I do with this? Because now it's a gift. Now I've got the wisdom of what it takes to go through that and really own yourself, really message yourself. Now I want to gift it to people. I want to help people so they never suffer that neglect.
1: I love it. So it sounds like your visibility, it's not just technical. It's not just, let me get you published in media outlets or on radio. It's let me help you own yourself, right? Integrate your different parts. And again, I understand you're not a therapist, right? <laughs> and I, I've studied so much of this stuff, you know, like um, internal family dynamics, like inner child work. And I've. I read psychology books for fun. I think they're marketing textbooks and um, like everything you're saying, like I love all of it. And it sounds like part of what you do, it's not just, you know, getting someone quote unquote out there. It's helping them be at
0: peace in here to get
1: their real self out there.
0: It's true. And you know, some examples I can give you to illuminate this. So I've had certain clients who have been successful, who have been out there and have made money. And for instance, a couple of them are coaches. And one of the things that befalls them is they come to a crossroads and they say, much like that unrest I started feeling as an actress, they're starting to feel as coaches and as entrepreneurs and saying, you know, I feel like I don't want to do this anymore. And what is happening to them is they have had a story That they've told over and over and over again the the rags to riches story they told so many times it becomes their positioning out in the world and even they're bored of it right but so they keep like operating to this jar and every time they hit the outside and the outside is success it's way further visibility but they're not going there because the only thing they know is this system this way of doing business this way of offering to clients And this way of telling a story to bring people in. And the truth is it's not working anymore. And so I work with them to, because I can, I know what's actually going on and I know what their gift really is. And so I uncomfortably tell them what the gift really is. The very thing they're avoiding stepping into, but it is where it's going to create the greatest freedom for them and bring in the new clients who are really looking for them. So that's one example, and it's very powerful, that surrender and that trust, like, oh my God, if I tell something different, what, that's, what is that going to be like? If I really, really become transparent about this and share my real journey, what's that going to be like? It's like, cool, Like we do this together. And then I've got the people who are starting out-ish, right? and they're a little bit confused about fully who they are they're so gifted. I can see it. I know it. I can receive it. But they're not understanding, how do I be this, but express it out into the world so people get who I am, what I do, what I stand for, how I stand out. And that's where we do the work. And then the other piece is, what's the dream? What, what's not in your life business-wise that you really want? What's sumptuous to you? Like go there, go to that big dream. That's a great word. Subtuous. it's a great word, right choose choose the meal you want to have du jour right now and then let's create that because it's not the same for everybody right so nope. if it's if it not is, for anybody whatever those pieces are that's what we then align so they create successfully and be that out in the world
1: i love it so you get them all sorted out inside kind of like you got yourself sorted out and then there's that technicality piece of getting them published, you guarantee international bestsellers, you have a number of your own, um, you get them on radio, podcasts, what, how? Right again, I always like to ask the questions, I know my listeners are sitting there asking, they're like, okay, okay, Esty, a little practical tips, please. <laughs> like, I get it, I get the inner work, la, 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 okay, cool. And guys, we can't laugh a lot because otherwise you get out there, A, it doesn't work or B, you're just miserable afterwards. No point. But I still know that everyone wants to know where's the jump? Where's the jump from? Okay. Okay. Debbie, thank you. I own myself. I am at peace. Oh, I am sitting. I got, I'm, I'm totally, I'm happy. It is glorious. Life is amazing. Now I just need some business. Okay. Like just get me out there. I just. I'm, I am ready. I am fired up. I am whole where my people be at
0: where my people be yes you know the people be where you be you so the first thing is and i'll give you some resources too so people feel like awesome. they have a place to go uh, and, I'll, and okay let me give you a couple of resources so the first thing is there's a lot of ease i'm a big proponent of find ye a coach <laughs> because even us coaches have coaches, right? The growth oh, is I've essential. always
1: had one. Every, but, I've, all my years.
0: Right. And it's, it's a game changer, right?
1: Completely. And you grow out of your coaches and this is, you know, I don't think I would have believed it until I did it myself. I, what I do is I help people build and grow businesses. And from when I started mine, I had my own business coach and, uh, Maybe about two years ago, it just was this feeling, like these internal feelings. But I'm talking to her. I'm like, I feel like I'm done with you. Not in a bad way, right? Like every, like I just feel like I got what I can from you, and I feel like, you know, what gets you from A to B doesn't get you from B to C. I just feel like you can't get me where I want to go next. And I actually that
0: one of the things that I think makes a difference between somebody who I mean, most therapists, right, will say, I, I. I'll be more happy if I work with you till you're ready to go out on your own. Um, But I do think there's a big component of somebody who can work with someone's insides. That makes all the difference with a coach you'll probably stay with a little longer. And uh, that's something I absolutely offer. So as far as the book part goes and, you know, really get a coach, obviously there are people who just hire me to work with them privately because that is the method they know is going to complete things for them in the quickest way. They have a timeline. They're ready to write that book. They're ready to publish it. They know they want it in X amount of months and that's what we do, right? We chunk it down. So it's a done deal. There are people who prefer to work in groups. And i mentioned in the beginning of your show, pivoting at an auspicious time. And I really mean it. Reinvention is the mother of today and I'm living it just like anybody else. So what I'm offering, because I really want people to know they can write their book. What an amazing time to write a book. If you can't leave your home, if you are quarantined in a home or maybe people are listening to this replay and this is done, I hope, but either way, this is an amazing time to write the book you said you were always going to write. Let go of the Netflix. It's going to be there when all this is over and get down to brass tacks. So if so, I am creating a very, very affordable, very, very easy way to be ushered in membership site. It's on my website. It's debbie slash visible visionaries. You can feel that. And I'm going to be offering monthly coaching to groups of people so you can come in and do your due. I'm going to tell you that I'm also going to be bringing in Uh, We're going to do several calls a month. So, I'm also going to be bringing in people who work with you on an energy level now and then so they can clean out the blockages. And uh, it's going to be an inside outside job and it's going to be a hoot. I always attract amazing people. So, if you're called to this, I already know you're amazing. The other thing is for people who want to write but don't want to write a whole book but want the experience, want to be able to put it on their resume, I am producing a dog, woof woof anthology so if you'd like to be part of a compilation and do a chapter i am guiding all the authors through this i've done it before we have had a huge success and i always launch the book to international bestseller it's an amazing experience you can even speak your book and i'll have it transcribed at your chapter i'll interview you so that's at debbiednet slash anthology and finally... And we'll video, put all
1: the links in the show notes. Yeah,
0: yeah. And everything I offer, even the being interviewed, even the advanced interviews, by the way, which I'll address, because there may be people out there, you may have a lot of business people say, yeah, 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 I've been on podcasts, but I don't really see an ROI. If you're not seeing an ROI, take my advanced visibility class. That's where I break down the how you start to make money and develop relationship with influencers because it truly ultimately is about storytelling. It's about statistics and it's about sound bites and knowing how to navigate those three S's is a game changer. And your pitches. I like that. Pitches are very important like right now. So like, just, like, like the one we just did. <laughs> yeah, exactly you know it has to be content like how can i provide value for you i can even give you a free gift for people who are out there saying i i want this but i'd like to know you better or i just want to know how to message myself awesome let me give you a free gift and a template to know exactly how to do your message it's debbie dashinger.com message so there's something fabulous for everybody but do be visible because right now that's the message. you can be visible from your own home and really successful if you know how to do it.
1: I love it. I love it. Okay guys, follow those links at slash 95 and in the show notes wherever you're watching this podcast, um, or you can just hit rewind and type them up. Um, OK, so Debbie, I want to pull back the curtain on some of what's behind these links. I actually have a side question. because this this has confused me and I feel, like, I feel like it's a little bit fakery, right? When someone publishes in an anthology, and again, I'm not trying to take this apart because I know it works and I want you to explain why it works. So someone who's a, let's say a life coach, publishes a chapter in the dog anthology and it's about their dog, right? It's a dog book. It has nothing to do with their business. It has nothing to do with what services they provide to the clients. They put on their bio, international best-selling author, because they had a chapter in a dog
0: book. How does that help them? Yeah, because- Does it sound cool now? Why it helps people is so many people want to write a book and don't understand the process. 85% of people who want to write a book will never write the book. A larger percent of people will start to write it, and get so lost in the process without guidance, they'll never complete it. The number of people actually finish a book, it's sadly very small considering how many books are out there. That said, when I take someone through an anthology experience, for example, I don't just say, write a chapter, send it to me, I'll have it edited. No, I do Zoom masterclasses with my authors. And we all get on together. And I literally teach them how to write with the idea That they write an amazing chapter and should they ever choose to write their own book you're getting so much information from me they could do it on their own okay i think to have the experience under your belt and say that was fun i actually really enjoyed that there's more inside of me what does that look like and then there's the component of this i think at some level to make everything a funnel, right? That goes back to our business and back to our business and back to our business is missing the humanity piece. And the humanity piece is often what actually excites me. Have you had a dog? Are you a vet who's been in the war? Are you a veterinarian? Do you canine stuff? Do you, um, has a dog changed your life? Do you want to just write See, try your hand at being an author and see what it's like to tell a story from the eyes of a dog. If this excites you, do it. Much like the journey I went on to find where I am today, three years it took. I didn't know each piece I was doing. If I had gone logic about everything, I would have never done it. It wouldn't have made sense. hear that. But to just give yourself the creative birth to say, I'm called to this. I don't know why, I don't need to know why, I'm called to this. This is not a big project. And the great thing is I handle everything, the editing, the book cover, the formatting, the bestseller launch. I mean, all the authors do is tell their story. There is zero downside to this. It's all up and up. So yes, it can go and rest, yes, you can tell people, but it's more like what is light and right for you. Just follow that and trust.
1: Got it. Okay, that makes more sense. So it's not necessarily a business move, something like that. And while it looks nice to say, you know, best selling international author, I totally said that backwards. Um, this is more of like, we could call it a passion project, like what lights you up inside, you want to be a published author, you have a connection to dogs cool like you can do this and that's exciting as opposed to like this is a strategic business move i shared a chapter about a dog for a dog anthology and i'll get business coaching clients it's like no no that's that's not it
0: and well the truth is you could because there's a okay. the component of being visible that i think is really important here and let's face it you may have people listening to your show who are in the animal business and they may own a dog food company or they may run a dog ah,
1: where it's relevant to your business that it changes
0: okay and this is Got an it. end so there's that piece absolutely or they may be a dog walker we don't know who's listening right but it's these are all viable businesses or they may be a veterinarian so many different ways this could play out the most important thing I want people to hear is the visibility portion there is something that happens when people say, Hey, Esti, what are you up to? And you say, I am so excited. I'm having the best time working with Debbie. I'm part of an anthology book. I'm writing a chapter. I can't wait. And then a little while later you say to me, Oh my God, it's being published on this month. And maybe you're posting about it on social media. And I send you copy marketing copies. So all my authors can let their people know what's going on. Now there's something way higher than the subject matter of this book way higher. And that's visibility people are seeing constantly you're up to projects you're in the spotlight you're gr- doing great things and people remember when they see people doing great things and there's a huge viral component in that whether it's collaboration or you get on a panel or you're invited to be interviewed or xxx so you know to capitalize on that is everything
1: got it okay so there is a lot of benefit here that I never really considered. I like this. So, again, not just the passion project and not just if it's related to your business, but law of attraction. Just by being out there, you attract more out there experiences. And again, on a technical, that, that's the woo-woo level. On the technical level, um, I, I totally agree with that. You know, I've, I've been traveling a lot this past year. Um, got a couple of and, and clients. I was out in Krakow. I was out in London. I was out in Tenerife for two weeks super fun um and just just that people have been and and of course my my Instagram team is like you need to story when you're not there I'm like I'm busy but like I need stories so of course I'm like yeah I'm in Tenerife like it's funny okay let's move on with our lives I'm like no this is Instagram gold and um but people come up to me like in the street so I see, I heard you're in Tenerife I'm like I don't remember talking to you <laughs> like at all <laughs> like oh I watched your Insta story, and I was telling my this my that and I'm like Oh, you know, and it's like, like oh, Esty, you're actually in LA. Like I thought you're just always traveling, and and it just it does, it does just being out there, and then more experiences come, you know, and and more people come to you, and and I do notice even when I started my business, I started speaking. I first started speaking just for free, which by the way, guys, everyone listening, most speakers, maybe Debbie, maybe you'll tell me different, but most speakers we start for free. That's just how it works. But once you speak for free then you get to start speaking for money because <laughs> they you be like oh I saw you spoke over there and you don't tell them the deal you cut because that's none of anyone's business but yours um you can just tell them your official speaking rate which maybe you didn't get paid last time but now you do <laughs> look at that um okay I love that I really like that Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this.